0: Good day, everyone, wherever you might be, whenever you might be listening. Thank you again for tuning in to the 23 podcast. Parker Kern here along with Father Jeff Macbeth. Father Gaudete.
1: Gaudete. Gaudete. Rejoice. Rejoice. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So I knew uh someone in my last parish became friends with. He's like, I I love the, the Rose Sunday. The uh, Rose Sunday. Yeah. He's just all about it. So, um, which is neat, you know, that he had this sort of you know, one knowledge that, you know, Mm -hmm. that that was the Sunday and it wasn't like he just sort of showed up. It's like, Oh, a different color. Um, that there was here in the season of the season of expectation, you know, and joyful anticipation. Like he kind of lived that by saying, um, you know, Hey, this is the, this is the Rose Sunday, you know, which is kind of a, a fun thing, you know, to have some like awareness of kind of where we are in the, in the season, of course, that the word "get out" "Gaudete" comes from the Latin "rejoice." Um, that's in the um, part of the um, liturgy. Of the word It's called the entrance antiphon. We don't usually hear it, but that's uh, it's in there, and that's um, that's where that comes from. So we're rejoicing that we're kind of at least halfway through our Sundays, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, on the calendar, maybe only a week left, but uh, kind of the midpoint, and rejoicing that the Lord is just ever near.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool. I've always enjoyed the, you know, when I was a kid, I'd always be like, "Why is that one pink?" You know, and yeah. I was like, "Well, to, you know, it's it's important to remember that, you know, we're like you said, we're kind of halfway through, and you know, we want we want to have a little something yeah. different, maybe a bit more prominence or awareness that hey, this is this yeah. is a different, you know, this is a different deal.
1: Yes, of course, we would say it's rose, rose. You know, yeah, yeah. Je- Jesus rose from the dead. He didn't pink from the dead. Oh.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, I apologize. So my, <laughs> my 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 four year old pea brain apologizes. So, yeah, that's
1: all right. That's all right. Yeah. So yeah, rocking the rose. Rocking the rose. Yeah. Oh that, boy. That should be a song. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> rocking the rose around the advent wreath. wreath. It's Ad- the third Sunday wreath. today. Oh. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's well, let me that I was, got my guitar over here. Yeah, we just, let's this is gonna be a thing. Let's I think we'll have to change up the opening hymn.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't what are let's see, what are we doing this week?
1: for opening him well what were we doing that's right what
0: were we doing i don't know let's see What do we got? oh my my phone's not cooperating oh my god here we go oh oh come divine Messiah. yeah that's that's, that's cool
1: too that's out that's cool too. That's out. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is so last advent that's right that is so last <laughs> and so advent. so second sunday so. yeah yeah really so but uh father how are you otherwise yeah otherwise uh otherwise doing all right doing cool. all right so um yeah we just keep on uh moving through moving through december which is great keep on so, trucking yeah it's good it's all good
0: indeed
1: yep coming up
0: on uh kind of the new i mean obviously we had, we started the new cycle yeah the new gospel cycle mm-hmm. your your b right yep so um that's awesome and then obviously as a parish we've got a lot of um Things coming up, especially for, for Christmas masses.
1: Yeah, so I want to just kind of go over that. You know, it's kind of funky with uh, Christmas falling on a Monday. Um, yeah. So um, I get asked this all the time in this this scenario. Like, can you get a two for one? Uh, and the answer is no. Two for a dollar? Oh. Yeah. So, well, maybe a Dollar Tree. But <laughs> So we have uh, we have a Sunday, and then we have a holy day back to back. You know, and so I get to come to church twice. Yeah. And so, there's a variety of ways you can do that. I actually, read an article about that the other day, which was kind of fun. They're you know, kind of laying out the options and giving them kind of fun names. Um, so, um, we have, uh, of course, the regular five o'clock mass on the twenty third for the fourth Sunday of Advent. Yep. And the regular nine a.m. mass. So, as an added bonus, especially if you're tempted to to want to double dip, which why would we want to? Like, shortchange Jesus on Christmas anyway. You Like, wouldn't. why not come to church twice? You like would. What, what else are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's more important. I'm just going to say that. So, as an added incentive, as if one is needed, our favorite seminarian, Chris Turner, Deacon Chris Turner, will be doing the homily for the fourth Sunday of Advent. Oh, my. So, uh, five o'clock uh, Mass on, on Saturday and then the 9 a.m. on the 24th. So, if you don't know him, he's awesome. Uh, and so, I'm super looking forward to it. Um, so yeah and then sort of out of out of deference to the fact that we have all these other masses on the 24th uh, in the evening we're actually not having the 11 o'clock mass so especially if you're a regular 11 o'clock mass goer uh, sorry about that um, if you show up at 11 we might put you to work yeah, I was gonna setting say. up something Yeah. but um, you know with the, everything else going on I think I think we've done this before uh, just sort of sort of nixing the 11 so the so the options for the fourth Sunday of uh, Advent are the 5 o'clock and the 9 o'clock, no 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so Christmas, our, our regular uh, our regular kind of schedule. So we'll have Masses at 4.30. I say Masses because we'll also have one in Colley Hall because there's so many people that yeah. like to come to that time uh, that we're having a, a whole another Mass uh, in Colley Hall. Um, and then 7.30 so and 11 p.m., and then nine, at 10 a.m. on Christmas morning. Yep. So really, if you uh, went to the 5 o'clock Mass on the 23rd uh, for the fourth Sunday of Advent and then Christmas morning, you actually... Yeah, you get the two for one. It, well, you get you get two without even showing up on Sunday the 24th at all. Yeah. So that's one option. That's, that's one think, option. Yeah. It kind of spreads it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, of course, you can come in the morning at 9 a.m. and then again in the evening or on Christmas morning. Um, or I guess, you know, since, since the 24th is a, is a Sunday, you could do a, you know, one of those evening masses and come again in the morning. I don't know why you would, but you could do that. Yeah. So, so many to, combinations. To get, I know. So there's, there's, there's plenty of combinations to get in here too. So, mm-hmm. um, it will be great. It'll be great all the way around. So, um, I'm looking forward to it for one. Yeah, I am too. Um, it's, it's going to be good.
0: Uh, I got the. Music planned a couple of weeks ago, so I've been sending it out to my band and It'd be great. You know, for me, the thing with with the personnel of the band is that you know it's it it's a lot of work for them. Yeah. So I'm what I'm trying to do is almost have two different teams. Oh sure. For you know the fourth Sunday and then Christmas, so that the, that they can you know yeah. they can come in you know and that was even
1: part of with fresh time Nixon the right Nixon the right. eleven o'clock was just to kind of give our... Her... Our music minister is a little a little break too, yeah. Because we I, know it's a it's a busy time. I
0: will be taking that break. God bless you. But uh, yeah, you should no, it's gonna be it's
1: gonna be a good one. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And I
0: think the the massive three day sort of
1: Jesusathon. Yeah, will be exactly. We talked be... about the Jesusathon last week, yeah, and now yeah. it's now here it is. Yeah, it's it's coming. It's it's, it's right on. It's right on the heels. It's yeah. A coming. So, yeah, but in the meantime. We have the uh, the third Sunday of Advent here. Yeah, I was going to say, we can't get ahead of ourselves. I know. I know. First things first. Gaudete. Gaudete. Um So this is uh, from actually John chapter one. Uh, of course, we think of year B as being Mark, which it mostly is. Yeah. But then year B also gets some some John thrown in there and a lot of... Lot- and a lot of times of, throughout the year, because uh, John doesn't get his own year, he just kind of gets sprinkled yeah. in. I'm
0: a big fan of John. Oh, he's great. He gets he gets over. I mean, not not to he gets overlooked. I mean, because yeah. he's not he's not the synaptic. Yeah. I just think the 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 wordage in some of his mm-hmm. and like the just the the vivid descriptions. Yeah. I just really love diving into John. Yeah.
1: And of course, we do that a lot in Lent, yeah. um, especially with the third Sunday. Uh, talking about um the Samaritan woman at the well, John chapter four. No. It's like the whole chapter. Uh, and then the fourth Sundays, uh, the man born blind, which I think mm-hmm. is John chapter nine, again takes up like the bulk of that whole chapter. And the fifth Sunday, uh John chapter eleven is um the raising of Lazarus again takes up the whole chapter. So he like he hits these things, yeah. you know, in an extended way that, that none of the others do. He gets he gets the he gets oh, the so special time. Yeah. The so it's yeah yeah he gets right he gets worked into the special seasons. Yeah. Like this. That's right. So, um, so again, we we're going to hear about John the Baptist, who sure. we heard about last week. This is sort of how John you know, kind of sets it up and uh, what has to say about it. Some things are going to be familiar. Uh, some things uh, different from his version. The first. Um, so this is actually a couple different chunks. So this is John chapter one verses six to eight, and then nineteen to twenty eight. So verses six to eight are part of this big what's called a John's prologue, which is another um, unique piece to John's gospel. So he doesn't have like Jesus's nativity, he doesn't have Mary and Joseph and the manger and yeah. Bethlehem and all that kind of stuff, but he has this 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 long uh, prologue to to Jesus. You know who he who he is. It starts out in the beginning um, was the word, which actually John one one goes back to Genesis yeah. one one in the beginning. So it's awesome. So, the first few verses here are from that, uh, that more extended prologue, uh, and then he talks more about uh, John the Baptist a little later on. So, a man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, Who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, What then are you? Are you Elijah? And he said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This was happening in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. Yeah. It's a lot um, here, man. Another epic setup. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, wow. So I, a couple of different uh, things that really uh, that really struck me. One, uh, they asked him, are you Elijah? And he says, no. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, elsewhere in the Gospels, says that he is. So there's this thought in the Old Testament that Elijah, the prophet, great prophet Elijah, would come back and uh, right before the Messiah and kind of announce You know the Messiah and point him out. So um, that's what John the Baptist did. So Jesus says somewhere in the Gospels, elsewhere he says, "If you are to accept it, he is Elijah." Talking about John the Baptist, right? Um,
0: Like by proxy, almost.
1: So he's like, yeah, right. Not Elijah, the like the original Elijah, but like an Elijah-esque. Yeah, he's he's yeah. Because enough where Jesus even says of John, he is Elijah, which means. On the Messiah, who he's, <laughs> right, you know, and uh, you know, uh, announcing that you know, not everyone kind of put that together, yeah. you know, back then, but the interesting thing about that, even though Jesus says, you know, if you can accept it, he's Elijah, he says, I'm not Elijah, which goes to the other thing that really strikes me about John the Baptist is that he, um, totally, I guess, points away from himself. Mm -hmm. in so many ways you know and so obviously he's this like this great figure everyone's attracted to him as we heard last week people were going out for his baptism Uh, he's drawing the attention of, of the pharisees and you know and just everybody uh who's wondering like who is this guy and what is he doing yeah which would have been this great opportunity to like build up a whole like yeah you know sect or this whole like Thing around himself yeah you could do like a big side mission and just be like oh, I'm John the Baptist yeah I'm doing awesome stuff yeah. um, he's always pointing towards uh, Jesus yeah. you know elsewhere one of my great lines of John the Baptist he points at Jesus and says he must increase I must decrease yeah um, which I think is just and, what, and yeah what a what a great line for all of us exactly right? my goodness exactly and so he's always he's always sort of deflecting attention from himself. And putting it back on on the Lord, mm-hmm. he even says, you know, there's one among you whom you do not recognize. You know, he was around. You know, and John was trying to point him out. This is before Jesus, you know, kind sort of private yeah. life, you know, ends and this public, you know, ministry yeah. begins. Um, he says, I'm not even worthy to untie the strap of his sandal. You know, yeah. he's just very um, humble and self-effacing, and is just always pointing the way to the Lord and aware of his mission, like last week, where we heard about, you know, Justin Camel's hair and he ate bugs and all that. Like he didn't he didn't care about what he ate, what he wore. Like he was totally mission focused. Yeah. On on helping others to prepare for Jesus and to point him out when he came. Which is so great. Yeah, no, totally agreed. And
0: again, as we look at John's sort of attitude toward Christ, I think there is a lot that we can we can take away from that, um, including just the general fact that he does do that ultimate act of humility, and does you know he he doesn't only say the words, but he he means it and he executes it. Yeah, he lives it. Yeah, and I think that sometimes, again, as we discussed last week, with with all the hustle and bustle of of the holiday season and our busy busy lives. Um, you know, we tend to sometimes put things before God and before you know, before Jesus's great act of of coming into the world mm-hmm. and and bringing salvation for all of us. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of that. Sure. We're all guilty of yeah. that. But to look at John's example again, and as we talked last week about kind of the new, fresh beginning, mm-hmm. right? Being able to to really take that to heart and say, okay. This guy set a great example. I mean, he is without a doubt I think probably the most um excellent example of of a true Christian. A true Christian is, is being a follower of Christ. Right? Yeah,
1: Jesus says of those born of women, which is everybody. Yeah, pretty there's, much. there's there's none greater than John the Baptist. Right. You know, but John would never say that of himself. No, he would no,
0: he would not. He would not because because that was his that was his deal. But um, again, you, you look at that and you, it, it's, it's powerful to think that there was somebody out there that was so, uh, just committed right away. And he, I mean, he knew before everybody else knew, mm-hmm. but it was just, he knew when he
1: was in the womb, right? Just right. Left for joy.
0: <laughs> right. Right. And the cool part, they were cousins, right? Yep. Yeah. So that's just even, even, I mean, I wouldn't say that about my cousin. That's right. So I certainly wouldn't. I'm sure he wouldn't say that about me, but, um. But anyways, yeah, just a great example of of true humility and, and being a true Christ
1: follower. And I think with that the the other thing that really strikes me in our passage here, which it's related to all that, he came for testimony. To testify to the light. He was not he was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. So maybe, you know, us too, uh, during this holiday season, maybe even like in our Christmas parties at work uh, or with family at christmas like maybe there's a little way that we can testify to the light mm-hmm. and like john the baptist kind of help people to recognize him and point him out and and who he is and what he does that's why like at the night of worship we have someone give a witness it's not yeah. just to like kill time or do something different like there's there's something about testifying to the light you know and what god has done in our own lives that there's there's power in that and there's um I could work on that in the lives of other people. Uh, so uh, to like John the Baptist, you know point point Jesus out to others uh, in a sense, I think is part of part of being a disciple and uh, this time of year is a good way to circle back on that uh, even with all the other things that occupy our attention.
0: Yeah, but maybe that is a good opportunity when it's when it seems least likely mm-hmm. that you would do something like that that maybe you you do or maybe you're most aware of it and you kind of go oh this you know at that point that i believe is god moving in your yeah. life i mean if you're if you're thinking that um i don't think it's just you necessarily i think there's some there's some motivation either it's god tugging you to to you know proclaim his word or uh you know you being a true follower of christ but god's touching that in some way uh so it's important to to listen to that and and you know listen to your heart and and do do what you think um,
1: would would be, you know, fulfilling of the gospel and His great word does. Right, which is the big thing to have our what's on our heart be what's on God's heart. You yeah, know? and uh, Thy will, not my will. Right, right exactly, no. exactly. Because sometimes we can get caught up in the wrong stuff, which is oh. why we need the grace of God to to continue to to reshape us. You know, as we heard like the first Sunday, and um, you know, really have His His presence be active in our life and inform you know, what we do and what we think and what we say and, um, but then there's joy in that, you know, that yeah. again, rejoice, there's joy. God it. Um, you know, we have joy in the fact that, um, that God came to bring us life, um, and can do that each and every day and that our, our fulfillment is ultimately found in him.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It brings up the, you know, the great hit song by Carrie Underwood, "Jesus Take the Wheel." There you go. You know, there's some, there's some great freedom in letting God take over, mm-hmm. and it's tough to do, and it's tough to kind of just let it all happen. Mm-hmm. But if you do it right, you you know that no matter no matter what happens yeah. in in your in your day, in your hour, in your week, in your month, in your year, that you know God's God's got you. Yeah, and. Uh, there, there is a plan I think for all of us and sometimes he might be asking us to do something that we might not be necessarily, you know, comfortable with or might not do ourselves without a little kind of a little tug, right? Last week you had mentioned the, uh, you know, the, the giving tree, right? Mm. And, um, you know, it might be that you saying that might've stirred, hopefully stirred yeah. somebody to go, Hey, i I'd really want to do that. Our family wants to participate in that this year. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of that. Sometimes that tug, right? You're saying it on behalf of our our great community here, who's you know helping um, people in our area uh, to to celebrate Christmas. Um, and the, and the mission of it is to to be giving. But again, we we t- we take a look at that in in the terms of God, and you know sometimes He asks us to do things, or there are things that He tells us in our own mind right through our own prayer through our own meditation uh that might not be the the prettiest thing that we want to go oh that's that's not really what i wanted to do today you know i remember a couple of weeks ago father jeff rose was talking about um a, a priest friend of his who's now deceased and mm-hmm. there's a funeral that he he was asked to preach at it in niagara falls uh, which is about six hours away um via car and he you know was kind of initially like oh my gosh I don't I don't want to do that but then he he didn't want to do the drive it's not mm-hmm. that he didn't want to mm-hmm. preach and right. then once he kind of flipped it on its head and realized hey this is god calling me to to preach and what a great honor this mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. right kind of all how you look at it i think yeah and how you kind of perspectivize is that a word um sure i will make it one yeah perspectivize how you pers- how you look at it um maybe on its face and then kind of retroactively after the fact, and Mm -hmm. perhaps even during. Yeah. Right? Very very poignant stuff today, Father. Yeah. On this Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete. And why don't we wrap up with a little Gaudete prayer.
1: Yeah. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I'm Holy Spirit. Almighty God, we rejoice um, in who you are. We rejoice in who we are in you. Help us to hear your voice. Help us to know your light, but also to share your voice and to share your light uh, with um, the world around us, which sometimes maybe just seems like a desert, but we know you can bring life uh, to all things because you are the Lord of life and uh, help us to help others recognize your presence and may we also have the grace to know where you are in our lives and what you're calling us to each day. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day. In that love, in the Holy Spirit, and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. All right, Father, another under our belts, and we are just about to the end of Advent. We're getting there. We are getting there. Thank you everybody for tuning in today. We will talk to you next week and see you this week in the next. God bless you all.